Hello, everyone, and welcome to this installment of Technically Minded, a podcast brought to you by Credera. Um, I hope, as always, everybody is keeping safe and well. Uh, the aim of Technically Minded, for those who have not listened before, is just to provide an opportunity for our colleagues within the firm to come together and discuss um, business and technical problems, um, but bring you into the conversation as well, um, as we feel like we often cross paths and have some conversations which are worth sharing with the wider community and our network. Um, I'm your host for today, Kyle Taylor. I'm Managing Consultant at Credera. Um, I'm joined by Callum, um, another managing consultant in our data practice. Hi, Callum. Hi, Kyle. Hello, fellow. Are you okay today? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's another sunny day in London. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's definitely that time of year. Um, I'm also joined by uh, Mo Syed, um, our data strategy practice lead. Hi, Mo. How's it going? Hey, Kyle. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming back again, Mo. It's your second one now of these, isn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm turning into somewhat of an expert, aren't I? Let's, let's hope this one goes better than the last one. Glutton for punishment. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for joining anyway, Mo. And uh, finally, last but not least, uh, joined by Himanshu Pandey, who is one of the directors in our energy and utilities practice. How's it going, Himanshu? Hi, Kyle. Very well. How about you? Not bad, thank you. And thanks for making the time to join us today. Um, today's topic is quite an interesting one, chaps, really. Um, and I know it's one that we've uh, all uh, individually ha- sort of had crossed conversations with, but um, we've not come together to have the conversation yet. So today's topic is really about data for good um, and uh, sort of open data and what an open data by default culture Um what can kind of bring in terms of both intrinsic and extrinsic benefits for organizations. Uh, so without me waffling on any further, because that's not the interesting meat of this conversation, um, let's get straight to it. So our first talking point for today, um, and I'm going to come to you first with this one, Callum, is what does open data or open by default mean to you? Um, so uh, that's an interesting question. Um, for me, open data is really the sharing of data between organizations, people um, with no restriction, making data available to the public for the greater good, um, being able to get tangible and intangible benefits from the data. Um, utilities is a great aspect for this, as, as there's, there's an awful lot of opportunity um, and um, exploration to be done in this area, actually. and. I think we'll probably have a good conversation about it. But fundamentally for me, open data is um, being able to open up your data without any restrictions, any um, copyright, any um, limitations onto what you're sharing in order to get a a tangible benefit from it. Um, Although I know know Mo has got um, his own opinions as well. Oh no, don't worry. I'm I'm not disagreeing. I absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> what I suppose I suppose uh, what, what I was just thinking from what you were saying was was around the sort of sharing, and I think for me there's something about innovation through collaboration. So what open data kind of does is it says, you know, to solve some really big industry challenges, people have to collaborate, right? And historically, the way you say drove an outcome or improved a situation for a customer was you competed with each other. 
and you still need to compete. But open data says actually it's innovation through collaboration rather than just competition. And that's kind of a very interesting um, change of mindset, you know, commercially and like regulatory in terms of getting people to actually share in investments and share their data and that sort of stuff. Um, and, and I think it's it's also something about um, a belief that all data is valuable. And if you make it accessible to people, then every individual in an organization could potentially work with their colleagues to solve a problem, right? So there's sort of, sort of like a belief in the potential of data and a belief in the potential of people to, to use data to solve problems. I, I don't know, Himanshu, whether any of those points around competition or something re resonate with you maybe. No, I think uh, you you both make uh, you know, really interesting points, and particularly more, I'd like to you know pick the, the the collaboration aspect. I think historically, you know, the the energy companies, which is where I I, I sort of spent you know, a considerable amount of my time sort of focusing on. Energy companies traditionally used to you know compete with each other, and increasingly, what we are seeing is uh, reaching out. From the energy companies. I mean, traditionally we are talking about you know 500, 600 billion dollar companies reaching out and saying, let's actually you know join forces, let's put our information or data out there for the for the greater good. And these days we are talking about saving the planet. I mean, is it as good as it gets, right? In the in our data world. So yes, I, I fully fully agree with you guys. You know, just just adding this energy or utilities dimension to it. Uh, you know, open data is something which is, you know, which which I think will play a, a significant role in our lives, you know, going forward as well. So fully with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Mo. No, no. I, I was I was just going to say I, I think you mentioned energy, and I think there's industries that are maybe more advanced. And I know Callum, you've got some experience around aviation and kind of what they're doing. But it seems that a lot of industries at the same time, both healthcare, energy, they're all kind of ramping up their interest in open data and they're all kind of coming to that inflection point. Um, I, I don't know, Callum, you're... Well, no, I was just going to pick on a point that you made a bit earlier in terms of like the collaboration and the sharing and getting access to data where it's all valuable. I think if you look at um, the explosion of technology over the past few years and you've got... Uh, APIs facilitating a lot of access to this data and all these industries rising around the availability of this data, the power of making, of treating all data as valuable and sharing it provides not only opportunities for your own company, but for society as well to provide people with new jobs, provide new companies opportunities. So I, I really do think that's a really good point. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, if, if you were to say, you know, data representing you know knowledge or information if there's a cap on that knowledge then there's a cap on innovation essentially and actually if you make it easier to share data then your potential for developing solutions just increases right so that's a really interesting point guys and i think something about um open data uh, there are connotations that people maybe perceive it as something that is just extrinsic i.e it's outside your company and you just kind of collect it and use it. Um, so, you know, some interesting more recent examples of that kind of thing are, you know, sentiment analysis, which I know is something that we've been looking into and, and investigating a lot recently. Um, certainly along the lines of, um, you know, the uh, trending MarTech technology um, sort of stream that is growing um, significantly at the moment. Um, 
I think the the interesting point, and that's kind of why we we phrased the talking point the way we did, was around um, sort of being open by default. People often seem to forget that open data is is also data openness, both inter internally within your company and, as we've said, you know those external uses. Um, you know, there's real opportunity for innovation when you make people data citizens internally within your company effectively um you know and the more people you get involved in that as you say mo you know the greater the potential benefit um but let's dig into that a little bit more um so let's maybe just uh look at how organizations can benefit intrinsically by um let's use the terminology by being open by default just to make that clarification mo um but what are your thoughts yeah i mean <clears throat> so i think one thing that strikes me about every industry is how much they need to transform. And, and if you look at basically every business process or set of activity, whether it's frontline stuff like interacting with customers or whether it's your back office stuff, um, every aspect of the business is transforming. But you need the people who know those processes and know, know those functions to lead that transformation. Right. You can't come on top and just, you know, change an area of a business that you don't know. So making data more accessible within an organization is a real catalyst for digital transformation, analytics, smarter working, et cetera, where you're actually empowering you know, the person in finance to imagine how they could enhance their financial analysis, for example, with some information on data X, Y, Z, or empowering a salesperson to say, what if we use this data to do with assets or, you know, whatever else it might be to kind of imagine a different way of doing their job, right? So I think the big intrinsic benefit for me is is enabling every single person in a business to drive digital transformation and use analytics and collaborate with their colleagues, right? Um, you mentioned like MarTech, so again, one of the big reasons for doing digital transformation is to understand your customers better and to connect with them better. And again, if industries share data and you know more about your customer, not just in the context of your industry, but in the context of their household or their lives or whatever, um, it's easier to not only provide them better services and you know generate better benefits for yourself, but also to genuinely care about the customer. So if an energy company, for example, actually knew what was going on within a customer's home, obviously, you know, within the bounds of privacy and GDPR and everything else, right? You, you're able to make smarter interventions, smarter pricing decisions, better support, et cetera. So you then have sort of benefits to the customers. And then I suppose the last thing I'll just mention is, you know, a lot of companies increasingly, pretty much everyone, now take net zero and CSR very seriously. So again, there's like a big benefit there in meeting those sort of um, aspirations as well. Yeah, I think I think at some of those points, I mean, you obviously talk about the external customer as well, but there's also the internal customer. So like a customer is not just external you you've got the people within the company and by opening that data as kyle has mentioned as well internally you're going to be helping your data analysts your data scientists come up with new models come up with uh new processes and ways of working as well and really uh, get, get the value from that um and i think you've alluded to in some respects um the there's a bit of environmental social uh governance there's so like esg stuff that energy companies and um 
uh, utility companies will be able to take advantage of as well. Um, although I'm conscious that uh, Hamanshu's probably got a better understanding of that than I do. <laughs> No, no, I think, uh, Callum, you make a very good point. I think uh, traditionally what I have seen is also uh, many energy companies had used uh, you know, the data available to them to drive insights, uh, and, and, and that was it. These days, increasingly, companies are, are using the data to drive actions, and that's a, that's a major transformation. Uh, you know, how, how do we sort of leverage the data and, and, and provide better Customer service, if it's a customer, a better employee engagement when it when it comes down to employees, right? And and broadly societal engagement as well, uh, when it comes to dealing with governments and, and being corporate citizens. Uh, I think increasingly also uh, many of the energy companies are also taking the view that you know it's it's instead of looking at customers as just the consumers, you know, let's 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 look at them as citizens as well, which helps them define propositions around, you know. How do we look at the city in which we operate as a, you know, as a as as a bunch of citizens, and how do we structure our services around around them, and that helps the engagement between the corporate, you know, with with the government, you know, with the other, you know, competition in in, in traditional terms, but also also the citizens and the consumers themselves. So it's 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 and and all all of that is facilitated by use of data. I mean. Things have not changed. It's, it's basically the approach which has changed, and that has necessitated the, the need to look at data and also use that for for driving actions and positive outcomes. I think that has been my observation, uh, Callum. Actually, just to pick up on that, you mentioned there was something you mentioned about actions, right? And it, it strikes me that <clears throat> when I look at how data is used in organisations today. It's not about the sort of historic top level analysis of what happened last quarter, this or what should we do this quarter. It's about like immediate targeted actions. And it's impossible to take that without access to real time high quality data, which you as an organization simply can't cultivate and, and provide anyway. So so I guess go, going back to that point around um, intrinsic benefits, there's intrinsic benefits that the organization can't realize intrinsically because they can't kind of get access to all that data. If you make the data more available, then all the participants in a particular industry and their customers all realize benefits that weren't possible otherwise. There's a, a sort of um, an element there that uh, you guys have all kind of touched on, but um, maybe just to, uh, I guess, make it a bit clearer in the conversation before we move on. Um, we've talked about... Um, the sort of societal benefit but there's there's a i guess a, a bit of a for want of a better term a paradigm shift at the moment in terms of people's wants and needs so if we were to look at for example i i don't know just pick mortgages out of the air because we were talking about it earlier um you know if we look at the mortgage industry it, it's not all about the lowest rate anymore necessarily i mean obviously that's part of it but there's a societal shift there where people are actually looking towards not just the rate but the company and you could apply that to any industry you know i'm just picking on mortgages as an example but you know you could look at that in terms of your energy and and fuel rates or or anything else people are getting increasingly um more 
interested and uh, I guess concerned and therefore find more value in companies that have a good ethos Mm -hmm. and and that's kind of one of the elements of this is as, as you were saying Mo like there are clear intrinsic benefits you can't necessarily get all of the data yourself but the more open we get and the more organizations themselves act open by default then the more they'll see those kind of benefits so recruitment is is one for example you know the more open and transparent you are the you know the more likely you are to be recruiting from that pool of people that have certain social values you know there are all these things that um you know are of benefits to organizations which um i think you put it very aptly amanchi you know we've we've change the way we approach and operate with data and previously it was around decision making and now it's becoming much much more um but that's a a good point to segue onto i guess um the meatier part of this conversation um which is around the sort of more extrinsic benefits and we've all kind of touched on them just now um but really around data for good which is the topic today and the social impact of being more collaborative and you know being open by default with your data um so Hamanshu, um i'd like to get your thoughts on that yeah so i think Kal, as you said uh, no th- there is almost like a paradigm shift i'll, I'll borrow your word um, and, and phrase there uh, which is in, in in thinking right in 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 uh, corporates uh, who are traditionally focused on profit making to now um, you know, defining the purpose of their existence, right? And they're they're saying that we we the part of the society we need to not only you know take uh, from the society but also also give back. And in that regard, I think a new philosophy is emerging, which is you know if if that's the purpose of of existence, right? So that what what do we actually give back? And uh, companies are thinking about you know how about we we share data uh, for example just just the carbon footprint right of of our products and that essentially has started you know almost a, like a, a mini revolution to say that okay you know if i was to you know start uh, you know pro- providing visibility to my data or my 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 carbon footprint for a particular product you know can i invite my my colleagues my peers and my my sort of uh, you know uh, supply chain partners to actually also do the same and with that what it suddenly does is it opens up a new 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 paradigm in in the way you look at data and also collaborate right it is almost like a data led collaboration where uh, where 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 companies um, you know uh, almost engineer or st- restructure their entire supply chains you know and and almost recompose them right because some of these some you know particularly the industry i operate in some of the models have been 150 years old business models in the way they operate in the way to go they they go to customers however with this open data and the access to data and increasingly you know the the the, the propensity of the company to open up their data to others that has led to a you know a, a, a new innovation or, or a new capability which is possible which is to look at you know how how to redefine the entire business model how to actually go to uh, you know the customers the citizens and also be a be a good corporate citizen to, to you know to some extent i know one of the major oil and gas companies is actually leading on on that particular um, you know uh, premise that let's open up data 
and and let's invite others to open up the data so that when we when we define a new product and and some of these companies are you know traditionally have been highly carbon intensive industries now they have the need but also the desire to actually you know read carbon out of their supply chains uh, you know through through positive actions and 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 they see open data as a as a driver and the prime mover for that particular objective there's actually something I really wanted to pick up on and what you said was was around, um, I think there's something about like changing role and responsibility of a company. So I think if you went back a few decades, you know, a bank lends money to people and it's really the customer's um, concern to make sure that they've borrowed the right amount of money and they don't end up in debt. And the bank kind of isn't really responsible too much. People expect companies now to have a really active role and responsibility within you know, within society. Um, so people expect, say, financial lenders, for example, to be conscious of kind of who's borrowing money, can they afford it, is this going to end up in trouble, what can I do to support them, right? So there's that sort of expectation. And at the same time, we now live in the world of like Twitter, where opinions form quickly, they travel very fast, everyone's got an opinion, and all the rest of it. So you can't do either of those two things and respond to perceptions and take on that role unless you're connected with what's happening in reality. And I think that's what open data kind of does. And I think that actually, um, on some of those points, Mo, you kind of hit the nail on the head around like ethical considerations. So there's, there's, with the sharing of data and the access to data, I, I think one of the things that need to be considered in this area is the social impact of sharing that data and the ethical impact of making that data available. And whilst we're saying that all data is valuable, valuable and that you should share the data, there's some data, obviously, personal information um, and um, uh, classified sensitive information. Um, you you should at least cleanse um, so that you're not putting people in the wrong um, and awkward situations or you're um, revealing too much about uh, too, too much data about somebody so that you can actually identify from them from that data. Um, so there's an awful lot of interesting things that you can do around data ethics um, in terms of the open data. And obviously, I don't want to turn this into um, a, a data ethics discussion but um, w w when you're sharing that stuff you can basically look at where the data is coming from wh where what the impacts are and I think that ties nicely into the stuff that Himanshu was saying as well is that obviously people are looking at companies now to have a more um, take on that more uh, responsible role within the world so that then leads into how are they using their data how are they sharing that data how are they um, combining that data into something that's practical and somebody else can use to either benefit from um, and so I, I, I do think there's some really um, interesting points there which I see Himanshu is wanting to talk about yeah I think you, you raised an important question as well about you know about the governance and sort of almost like an oversight, right? So traditionally, uh, companies went out and disclosed the information which was mandatory. Uh, in, and what we are seeing is there is now voluntary disclosure coming out. And partly it's also uh, so some of the major financial institutions actually forcing that discipline you know, to, to, to their, uh, you know, b before they lend huge amounts of, of money. And 
it's quite quite interesting because many of these large asset managers you know are are also the custodians of of the large pensions right of 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 consumers so it's essentially consumers try having the need to 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 have the companies you know be responsible in in the way they operate uh you know the 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 financial industry actually wanting their their constituents and their participants to also operate ethically and the companies their own desire to basically you know go you know, force stricter rules of governance and and discipline on themselves i think all of this is actually you know creating a, a positive sort of revolution if if you ask me in in the world of uh, of of uh, you know uh, Net, net, net zero carbon uh, sort of reduction but also importantly you know use of data and and increasingly uh, you know, leveraging the information available from each other but also disclosure voluntary or or uh, or regulatory in nature so yeah i th- i think that's a, that's a fantastic point you raised kalam uh, in terms of the the discipline and the governance which companies are imposing on themselves and holding themselves to a much higher standard than they traditionally have and if if i could just could mention one thing that came to my head was it it seems like there's now a difference between data security and data ethics and sometimes people merge those two things but they are actually quite different and and i think security is much more intrinsic to the data as in this is what's in the data can i share it or not ethics i don't think is so much about what's in the data it's more about what you're using the data for right so whether something is ethical or not actually isn't necessarily whether it's per pii or not that sort of regulatory security concern the ethical question is it was ethical for me to share this because the person i am sharing it with was fulfilling this outcome right and and therefore the the use uh, ethics is driven by the use of the data rather than what's intrinsic data and it's interesting to see how like governance models and that sort of stuff kind of keep keep, keep up with that Yeah and I just think and I think just one point to add on that is definitely about how the data has been used and shared but there's also looking at AI and ML models as well in order to reduce bias um what uh, there there's a whole lot of um addressing articles in terms of how bias on the sharing of data or the use of data within models um can impact how the data is analyzed and used Uh, at at the end point so you really want to try and eliminate bias from the the data that you're sharing as well and again this this could be a whole another session but uh, fundamentally it's something that needs to be uh, taken into consideration on when looking to share the data they're definitely a topic for a future podcast <laughs> always here for us to have a conversation um i think it just it just for the um clarity of people listening um we've kind of focused in on a few um topics there but um Callum you brought up a really interesting one the other day um around uh, how airlines are operating and sharing their data to reduce accidents um now not to kind of go into that but just to use that as an example to um highlight we aren't just talking about um you know customer data here i think sometimes people focus in on that and they feel like when we're talking about open data it's purely you know customer data etc but it's not it's more you know organizations have much wider data sets than that and the collective power of all of that information and data you know can really make some pretty special things happen um but to kind of take this down from sort of the blue sky sort of thinking um 
I guess what people will be interested in is really like, how do we practically go about, you know, getting ourselves into a position where we can actually make use of data and, you know, in particular in context of today, how do we um, get some social good out of that? Um, Callum, you've already touched on ethics, so I think your your mind is going down that, <laughs> that yeah. train of thought, yeah. but I'll come to you first. Yeah, um, so I guess in my mind, th- th- there's a number of ways to do it, but fundamentally, uh, one of the first things that you can do is just understand the data that you have and what type of data that you have. Uh, and for me, that really consists of doing a, a, a deep dive uh, I would say potentially doing something like a maturity assessment or an investigation into what your current capabilities are because a lot of organizations collect and have a lot of data in tons of different systems but don't actually understand where it's sitting, what the issues are, how it's falling apart and being able to get a quick overview of, okay, so this is where I am at the moment helps you start uh, have the ability to plan for the future. Um, and then I also I, I think on top of that, once you once you once you've got that baseline, there's a, there's also areas around. Okay, so how am I going to use that? So what what's the strategy? What, how do I manage that data effectively? And then once I have the right things in place, how how do I look to share about it? Um, and I know Mo's itching to talk about like how to actually plan and set up a good data environment as well. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think I completely agree that, you know, well, whenever we go in to sort of talk about data, the first place you start is you understand what their data is, what the challenges are, you know, to do, do a sort of baseline, maybe a bit of benchmarking, et cetera. But, but I think what's what's really critical is understanding the types of use cases and things that you need to drive. So back in the past, I think what it was, was, you know, your data was basically being used, let's say, for reporting, right? So you kind of had like a couple of use cases to center your approach to data around. But I think what's happening now is everyone in your business is using the same data assets for a multitude of different things, right? So it's about understanding your data improving it but also making it discoverable and accessible and that i think is where things like you know data platforms and different approaches to data architecture and this sort of stuff comes in where your your approach to technology and platforms is not about you know developing end-to-end solutions for the business but making data tools analytics platforms environments etc available to a business leader sitting in i don't know sales or finance or somewhere who has an idea and says, you know what, perhaps I can commission a small piece of work to prototype something which could change the way we do things. So you've really got to change your thinking of data as something that powers a solution to an asset that people can use to, 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 to deliver for themselves. And I'm sure, Hemanshu, you've probably seen examples of this going on in energy and elsewhere. Yeah, I think driving use cases and uh, you know using data for driving actions as has been the norm and will be, I think, uh, increasingly so. I, I I think one point, which probably from my experience having worked in like the, the energy and utilities industry as well, is that in some ways, sometimes it feels it's still very waterfall approached. And when it comes to things like data governance, project implementation, it's sometimes not as quick and adaptable to how your data organization needs to be. 
and I and I think there's there's a, a potentially gap here where governance, for example, um, could be made a bit more agile. And I know something that's something that Mo's been working on. Yeah, I, I just I was just furiously nodding my head in the background there as you as you were you were talking about that. Definitely, um, I, th- I think what's happening in 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 just in the whole area of data generally is you're moving away from the idea of like tactical strategic towards continuous and everything you build with data is now a continuous thing that has to continuously be improved right and that means that yes your attitudes towards data governance towards it governance have to be agile have to be involved have to be on the ground but also you've got to teach the business this sort of continuous development mentality so you've got to infuse the business with things like devops and agile methods and data ops and all you know really affect this sort of cultural change so i think you know we, you, you touched on uh, data previously you know i mentioned around platforms i think that the sort of third element to that then is people right and actually teaching the business to work in the right way and envision solutions and prototype and movement production and, and, and that sort of stuff um, so yeah and that obviously of course includes governance I would add two more dimensions more, um, the speed as well, which is quite important, and also value. Uh, because all of this is, uh, you know, incredibly in- powerful if we, if we look at outcomes. And then, uh, you know, speed as well as the outcomes are equally, you know, and, uh, and equally important if you log- look at it from the business point of view, the, the consumer's point of view, or even societal point of view. So do, do you, you might sort of mean, I guess, different approaches to measuring value, I suppose, and how Absolutely. you do it. Yeah. Absolutely. So who, who owns the data, uh, who actually consumes it, and you know how, how is it then kept up to date when so much data is available you know, in all these platforms? I think we, we, we discussed from technology, we discussed the use cases, we went to industry uh, discussions. End of the day, you know, all of this can be used in very powerful manner to, to to drive successful good outcomes for all the participants and then you know across uh, is, is 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 my submission more i'm with you I think, i'm with you <laughs> i think that comes back to a conversation you and i were having um maybe last week mo actually um around it, it's it's a really important point people valuing their data and it, when in the conversations we have, I've, I often feel like we always come back to value as a, a financial thing, something to do with money, basically. Um, and that's not that's not quite so simple with data. Data's not re- it's not a tangible asset, and so you have to treat it in a way where, you know, the benefits aren't or the value, I should say, not the benefits. The value isn't necessarily monetary. You know, the value might be it enhances your processes internally. It might be because it has a reputational benefit. It might be, there's a number of different avenues, you know, and we've touched on them through the conversation, you know, whether that's social or, or whatever. Um, and I think that's that's a really important point. I nearly said it was a really valuable point and I was, <laughs> maybe I've said the same word too many times in, the, in one sentence, but um, I think that's, we talked about paradigm shifts earlier for me in terms of the conversations that i've been having recently i feel like that is kind of the next paradigm shift is people really thinking about how you value your data um and i guess that goes back to your wider point 
um, about you know the different elements and uh, involved in a strategy mo and and to you callum what you were saying around you know starting from a, a decent baseline and really sort of taking stock of where you are and setting yourself up so that you're ready to go yeah i mean there was actually one thing i i just on the value point um i i recently did a, a sort of the scaled agile like certification or like safe right i was looking into that and and they talk about value measurement against business metrics so rather than sort of trying to measure everything financially you look at the project or transformation you're delivering against the sort of operational and societal metrics and then you have that sort of value measurement approach which is very much based on have these metrics gone up and down and they're not necessarily just financial they could be related to customer experience for example right and and then you sort of you sort of manage those projects in a lean way where you gradually release reduce um, release pockets of funding and value to keep driving it because you actually see those metrics going up and down. So I think the way people are thinking about value measurement and program governance is actually moving away from the let's manage a 200 million pound budget towards actually let's see the metrics kind of going up and down that are qualitative and quantitative and kind of gradually improve. Yeah. So definitely, I think it's just very much connected to your value point, Carl. No. Um, Yeah, I think there's a lot in that. And obviously, it's a pretty complicated picture. but I'm conscious we are coming to time on this conversation today. Um, just one final thought from each of you chaps. Um, you know, if you were going to take give uh, away a piece of advice um, for people to think about, uh, what would it be? Mo, I'll start with you. It's complicated. No, that's not that's not very useful, is it? <laughs> um, I would say um, I think there's a lot that needs to change. But I think the key point, I think, is to start small and to remember that open data is, I think, a continuous process of change a- across culture and technology and so on. So not approach it in a really big bang way. It's fine to have a three, five-year strategy for open data, but really pick pockets of the business where you can make meaningful change and demonstrate how open data has led to a better outcome. So I, I would say sort of take it incrementally and gradually um, because there is quite a lot to change, but I don't think it's it's a good idea to sort of jump head first in you know trying to change twenty different things at the same time. Would, would, would be my general advice. Callum, um, yeah, just to echo most um, points. Yeah, I think starting small is a a really good way to 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 approach this, but I think it's also got to be. Uh, uh, taking into Himash's points as well, is it's got to be based on. Like, business use cases and uh, something that's uh, viable for the business to start with as well. Um, and then that will allow you to then show the tangible and intangible benefits and then expand from there. Yeah, and from my perspective, Kyle, I think advice is a big word, but I would suggest you know that increased collaboration and define the purpose and use the data for meeting both of those. Cool. Sound advice to end on. Um, I think, uh, even if you didn't think it was advice, Hamanshu, um, it is now. Um, but we are at time today, chaps. So uh, all I'd like to say to you guys is, you know, a massive thank you for being involved in the conversation. Um, there's obviously like so many different avenues that we can go down with this, but I, I, you know, it's great to finally get the three of us, four of us, if I include myself, in fact, together and actually, you know, have a proper chat about it. Um, hopefully this is interesting to um, 
those of you that have have listened today um, as always if you have any questions for our speakers um, you can get in touch with us at uh, credero.co.uk slash contact us um, or by leaving us a voice message directly on the podcast um, we are always happy to continue these conversations um, as we said there are a lot of different aspects to it um, but in the meantime hope everybody stays safe and well and gentlemen thank you again take care